Hello everyone. In the month of November, we are going to focus on beauty. Fashion and beauty have always been closely associated. In fact, I have a book that is going to be published in a couple of weeks, Fashion Entrepreneurship. And in that book, I talk about beauty as a complementary industry to fashion. And I show that both beauty and fashion entrepreneurs share a very similar trajectory. And they also have very similar characteristics as well as capabilities that allow them to create a successful business. So what does it mean for you to create a successful beauty business? If you want to create a successful beauty business, what is it that you need to do? For me, I would say you have to get frustrated and let that frustration and passion drive you. I think frustration can be an impetus to challenge the status quo. For example, I'm very excited to have this month the founder of 4-5 Skin, Noeli Mishu. She launched a line for melanin-rich skin. And actually, 60% of the world population fits the 4-5-6 skin type, which is a melanin-rich skin. But when we look at the beauty industry, we don't see that. The beauty industry overall is not very diverse. And she herself was frustrated with this lack of product, lack of diversity, and decided to create her own skincare. So when you focus on something that frustrates you, this is actually going to lead you to fulfill an unmet need in the market, because ultimately that's what's going to create profitability. Business is actually quite simple. If you are able to fulfill an unmet need and do that by delivering value to your customers, you are going to have success. So we see actually in the beauty industry today, this change. And when we look halal brands or different brands that cater to groups that were not catered to before, we have Amara, Tuesday in Love, Inica Organic, Pop Ethical Beauty. And you can let me know if I haven't mentioned all of them. And I know I can't mention all of them in the podcast, but one common denominator for all of them is that they were frustrated with lack of representation and lack of product. So they founded their own product after that. The second thing, have conviction. Have conviction of your own idea. You have to believe in it more than anyone else. It's not so easy to get into the industry and to create a successful brand. Just like fashion, it's a challenging industry. But... Tiffany Masterson, she was a former stay-at-home mom from Houston. She had no business, no beauty experience. She found a drunk elephant. She was convinced in her product and in her own idea. She basically identified six common skincare ingredients that were the root of her own complexion issues. So she couldn't find even one single brand that didn't formulate without or at least one of suspected offenders. So she created her own, Drunk Elephant. It's a best-selling brand. It's incredibly successful. But she was very convinced that this was the way to go. And when I look at the beauty entrepreneurs, just like in fashion, they are convinced in their product. So you have to have conviction. And this conviction also will lead you to pivot because in the very beginning, you are going to have to pivot. The journey of an entrepreneur is not an easy one. So you have to change as your business grows. You are going to face challenges. For example, during the pandemic, 456 Skin launched. 
and the packaging supply company in Italy had to close. So they had to pivot and they had to basically find the small packaging manufacturer. They got smaller quantities of frosted glass, bought a machine to personalize the label. So, but what leads the pivoting is the conviction in your own idea. And my third point is that you have to stay to your consumer, engage, have a meaningful and open dialogue. This one-on-one -on -one personal touch will make you stand out among the big corporations and big players, because that's one thing that even though they have big money and capital, when you are a small brand, that's your uniqueness, ability to have this one-on-one -on -one conversation. When Emily Weiss first launched Glossier in 2014, she partnered with Uber Rush and made all the deliveries herself. So this is just an idea of what you can do. Customer service is not about dialing a 1-800 number anymore, as you know. It's about having a meaningful conversation on social media with your real customers, listening and adapting to what they want. So... For this month, as I said, we are going to focus on beauty. I have many interesting speakers. I'm not going to announce all of them now, but please stay tuned and we'll see each other soon.